Zach takes forever to prep for the intro. Oh, I was waiting on you. Oh. I was waiting for you to tell me that you're ready. I'm ready. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Cigar Guys. Uh, we got our normal guest over here, plus one very special guest, the best barber in Central Florida. Uh, he's our own personal barber for The Cigar Guys. We ha- we decided to bring him onto the podcast, talk a little bit, smoke some cigars, and just chill out. It's a pleasure to be here, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Of course, we have myself, Alexander Gonzalez, Supreme host. We have Mark Nikolai, co-host. We have Jared Burroughs, <laughs> also co-host, and that guy. Well, Welcome back, Zach. What was your title again? Welcome back. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So uh, we're all going to still get some producer. different cigars today. What is that? You said you're Supreme producer. Thank you. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, not to be confused with Supreme leader. But we have a bunch of different cigars. Uh, I'm smoking the CAO uh, Anniversary. Uh, this is the Cameroon wrapper. This is uh, what I call the only CAO cigar that you should be smoking because all the other ones suck. That's a fact. Yes. Question. I have a question. What does CAO mean? For those that don't know, you know I don't that's know a, anything about this. That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call it the, the cow. <laughs> I'm a student here, guys. Remember, okay? This I actually could not tell you what CAO means. I don't care to know. Understood. Honestly. And that's fair. <laughs> it's probably something I should know, though. <laughs> I mean, that's selective. Yeah, whatever. You guys tell us in the comments what it's called. Uh, Mark is smoking the uh, Agnorsa Leaf. Yes, sir. Very nice. Jared, what do you have? Liga Pavada. How to change up a little bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, Zach, I am smoking a crowned head cigar. Ooh. Let's see what it is. It's a La Imperiosa, right? Uh, shout out to Crowned Heads. They sent us a cigar over here. Make for sure free? To- for free. Wow. For free. Translated as the Empress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Empress. Oh, is that what it's translated mm-hmm. to? There we go. Yes, the sir. Empress of Cigars. Uh, make sure to check them out. We're going to go ahead and smoke it. You know, we're going to give a little rating on here. Um, let's see. Louis, what are you, you, you going to be smoking tonight? Well, I'm not much of a cigar smoker. Um, I'm an inhaler. Yeah, I'm a veteran. <laughs> so we're, we're going to try to teach him how to smoke cigars on this podcast. But he's going to be smoking the uh, Henry Clay Warhawk, which is a very good light body cigar for the price. I think uh, it's in the $8 range. So that's uh, pretty good for what stuff's going for now. Uh, so this, this is high end stuff right here? Oh, yeah. Premium. Good Premium, stuff. my friend. Thank you. Absolutely, of course. <laughs> it's an honor. <laughs> so Zach's gonna do the honors and uh, help you light that bad boy up, and then we'll guide you through. So when you go, I know you said you, you know, your instincts to inhale. So um, imagine it's like um, sucking through a straw, or like when you go to sip water from a water fountain. Okay. You know, do that daily. Yeah. So okay. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So just like that, you know. And then but, what? But minus the and swallowing then, part. And then I'll go. No, 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 minus that part. And After that, you just blow right back. Out. I'm choking in a great first impression. No, so you, yeah, you just kind of you do that without the the deep breath, if you know what I mean. Okay, so I'm just holding it. Yes, exactly. Hold, Hold it, it for like a second, and then just let it out. Okay, okay. So you you've ghost inhaled. Uh, Say again. You've you've done a ghost inhale, right? You Are you assuming? No, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. <laughs> what is it? Like a ghost inhale when you blow it out and you suck it back in? Oh, right, right. Maybe. Okay. I've heard of it. Okay, so it's, it's like that, but without <laughs> sucking it back in. <laughs> Got you. Got you. Trial I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> We're also uh, drinking Woodford so Reserve 
Double Oak and Whistle Pig 15 year. Those are the drinks for. I don't know who's drinking what, honestly. I, I got some Woodford. Woodford for everyone. So, cheers. We're going to finish it real quick. Cheers. 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 Oh, I'm missing the cheers over here. Come I'm on. sorry, man. Oh, it's too bad. It's too late. It is for a noble cause. The sacrifices we make in order to not clank the glass. But today, we're going to be reviewing a topic that we have discussed in the past. Conspiracy theories slash... So take a few puffs. I just did it. No. I did it. I inhaled it, bro. I failed. You lost <laughs> <tried> already? First <laughs> try. First try. <laughs> First try. All right, so puff on it, and I'm going to finish lighting it. All right. Perfect. I feel like that one was inhaled too. What do you go? Okay. It's very impressive though. He's inhaling it and not coughing. <laughs> Sorry about that. Let me no, no problem. Sorry about that. Guys. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulty. It's all right. I need what a cut. For? Uh, cutter. Oh. Here you go. Yeah, I can't see with these glasses on. <laughs> So we, uh, what was I saying? Oh, we're talking about the current state of the world, the current state of the country, uh, some conspiracy, some truth. Uh, as we all know, of course, conspiracy theories are just uh, six months ahead of the truth. So, 100%. And there's a lot of, lot of stuff that needs to be talked about on that topic. The world is, it, it seems like the world's falling apart. Literally falling apart. Oh, yeah. I mean, f- rapidly, too. I mean, only past decade, I think things have changed drastically. I would say within the past two years. That's well, what I was going to say. I sure. was going to go into the two-year mark. I mean, it's, it was, it's been a rapid decline, 100%. For sure. It's just, you know, that last two years. You're right. I mean, since COVID, basically. Wait, what, what are we going to call it? We're not going to call it COVID. What do you guys have a code name? It's, it's it's like the Super Bowl. You can't say the Super Bowl, so you say the game. So you just the big game. You know what I mean so you got to put the the, the big, big virus. You know the big blip. virus. How the about big, the blip? The big v. The blip. The blip. The blip. The blip. Like that's the event that yeah yeah, yeah a lot of people disappeared I during like the blip. One. Yeah, the blip. blip. All right, so you the know? blip. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That's, the blip. The blip of 2020. So yeah, I mean a lot changed since 2020. I mean obviously the president for one. <laughs> true that did happen new president but i mean all the social changes that happened mm. just because of you know what we were required to do with masking and social distancing and stuff 100 like yeah and and i can definitely talk on that as a barber i've seen the, the rapid decline um it seems like uh okay so anytime you walk into a place any place and there's a waiting area People just scan the room quickly just to see their surroundings. And then what do they do? Sit, sit down. Wait. They sit down. Yeah, in the waiting room. And then they grab this guy. Boom. Their and they're phone. plugged yep, in. Straight their phone. Yep. And they're plugged in. And they're plugged in. And I, I call it being plugged into the matrix. Yes. Because what ends up happening is when they're, when they're locked into their phone, they don't care about the world around them because they're plugged into the things that they want to see. It's their reality, not the actual reality of the world around you physically. So what happened is during COVID, in, in, in my opinion, from what I've seen, is that people have been locked in their homes for months at a time. A lot of people worked from home and we social distance, which created isolation. And the only place of comfort is in, on your screen, in the phone, as we maintain communication. 
So this is what I've seen, especially in teenagers, um, young children and teenagers. I've seen that there's a social disconnect with when they talk to people and in, in, right in front of them. They don't know how to lock eyes. Um, they don't. Uh, More stuttering, maybe like they can't. Stay focused. ADHD is a big thing. 100%. Yeah. Another thing is they don't use their words and there's no expression on their face. No, it's true. I mean, I remember, you know, going out, you know, even when college days, right? And that's not too long ago for us. I remember going out and you would see a girl, you know, she'd smile at you, walk up, whatever. But now if you try going out, it's like they're on their phone in the middle of the club dancing, doing whatever, just chilling by, their, by themselves. They won't ever look at a guy. Mm-hmm. And if, if a they see a guy looking at her, then they're like, oh, man, that guy's a creep, you know, because they're so used to just seeing right. the smiles and stuff on phones. That's all they're they're programmed to this perfect image of someone. But not everyone's perfect, you know. Exactly. Well, social media, I mean, even before COVID, uh, you know, what you were describing people being on their phones as a sense of comfort definitely started before uh, the blip. I realized that. Yeah, it, it definitely did. But. But I, I definitely got worse, but yeah. it, it it started creeping in. I mean, social media was a huge issue, and I mean, it was a huge topic for a while, uh, especially for younger people. That's you know, you get the dopamine from it, but also it's a way of communicating from behind the screen without having to be like you know like yep. this. And then I have to think, you know, I have to think fast, and I have to know what I'm going to say. And it's nervous, you know. It could be nervous for some people. Some people can be nervous. Like me right now. I'm right. No, you're not. Man. I think I think you hit it spot on. I think with social media, Instagram specifically, because Facebook, you could talk a little bit and you can have a discussion. But when Instagram popped up and then Facebook took over Instagram and kind of like merged them, um, that's how Monopoly works. Like, oh, let me get this guy. He looks like a threat. I'm going to buy him over and we're going to do this together. But Instagram, you literally posting the good. Nobody's mm-hmm. posting the bad stuff that's happening in their lives. Right. Nine times out of ten, the good is happening is not as 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 consistent as you're portraying it to be. Right. So when I say it's the matrix, it's because you're plugging into your page, which is filled with all the good stuff, and in, and in, and in consuming this, you're spending so much time there because it's your safe place. It's where people comment to nice things. You're being well received, right? Because it's the image that you're portraying, and you're losing touch on the reality outside. Exactly. We were just talking about this earlier, but it's also like it's so easy to like trick people on social media, right? Because you could go out and do all these or just like, take a snippet and make it look like you did all these things, right? Even though you probably didn't do any of that. Like we were just talking about uh, business influencers on uh, TikTok. A lot of them never owned a business in their life, but they're posting up like, oh, yeah, I just bought this Ferrari. They probably rented it. I just bought this. They probably rented it. I'm going to teach you how to do it. Buy my class for $50 a month, even though they probably never owned a business in their life. Yeah, even like Ty Lopez, his whole thing. Oh, knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. That guy was renting out houses, renting out Lamborghinis, Ferraris, whatever, until he could buy them. And then he just bought them because people fell for his class. Lamborghini. I I, I remember that guy. <laughs> yeah. he, you remember? He knowledge. Yep. He walked into his garage. In his He's garage. Like, my cars. Yeah. And then you found out that the guy was a fraud. Or was he, right? I mean, because- his business model, it worked. It worked, you yeah. I mean, it worked that he was he a fraud because on some level yeah because you know it, it's not what he was perceived he was uh allowing people to be perceived that he was a different way right 
But it was the perception versus the reality. Right, right, right. So his business model was not fraudulent, so to say, because it worked out for him. Right. But in the eyes of others, it's like, oh, this guy's a fraud. You know, he wasn't rich. This wasn't his Lamborghini, all this stuff. I think that for him to come up with a marketing strategy, first of all, he needed a product. And then you have to believe in that product so much. You have to have so much faith in that product that you're willing to invest into this marketing strategy where you're physically spending thousands and thousands of dollars and renting homes and cars to give this presentation. Because when you come to the groom room, you see a clean atmosphere, which is welcoming, which is going to have you trust in the product. Right. So this was basically the image he was portraying. And I'm sure that if you bought into his product and you and you did step by step, you will progress somewhere in your life. Right. And 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 so then he was working his way, kind of like manifesting what, what was to come. What was this product? Like, you know, did you actually look at it? Or? That I can't it was, tell it you. It was a class. It, it was, was a, on, it was on a class on how to get like rich. Pretty much. Yeah. Classes like all mine. I'm sure it was something with build, building business, networking, yeah. something of those sorts. All right. Like yeah. the like the go, like the Grants and the Ramseys guy. Not the Ramseys, the cook, isn't he? Yeah, he's a cook. Chef Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say cook because he's a chef. And I'm sorry for the disrespect, <laughs> sir. No, the only problem I have with those things is um, I think kids look at them and they're like, oh, I, could, I don't got to go to college. I could just pay for this and do this. But what happens if that doesn't work out? But then they're lost and then they're paying for another guy's class and then they're paying for another guy's class. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and, then, and then they're stuck in this loop. You know, they just keep paying for classes left and right. And then, you know, they never leave that server job. You know what I mean? It's a hamster on the wheel, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah a hamster it's on the wheel. Just, yeah. And then they buy a day traders course, lose all their money there. You know? Oof, man. And have now you, you're. Have you done this? <laughs> it sounds like it, right? I have lost 80 grand day trading. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's a rough oh, number. Was it, <laughs> no, was it within I'm the last done. two years? <laughs> within the last <laughs> month. <laughs> It must be true. They said I mean, it. hey, conspiracy or not, think facts are facts. Numbers don't lie. Numbers no, don't lie. I'm going to put up Mark's bank statements right here. <laughs> That's no, funny. No, but for real, I mean, like, back to the social media thing, it's like, like you said, Facebook is good for communicating with people, right? And I agree with that. Facebook, even Twitter, you know, the whole point of them was words. You're writing words on the thing, you're, you're voicing your opinion. But like with Instagram, I mean, think about it. What do people, which apps do people like the most? It's Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat, right? Yeah. And all of those have zero communication, just pictures of yourself, you know, and you're posing yes. for them. You get, you get to choose a studio and what you're representing yourself in. There's none of this, you know, like even be real, right? Oh, be real. Man, all those people aren't being real. They're just, they're posting, there's, you know, posing just like they would with Snapchat. They got two whole they, minutes wow. to pose. That's a lot. Yeah. And I mean, what? One side is just their bedroom. The other side is like, oh, them all like they throw on a shirt real quick. You know what I mean? It's and it's like, more the same. Yeah. Or the people that take a selfie and then they turn it around and they take another picture. Of themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. They don't even get me started on those people. right? <laughs> That's just people looking for something to fill their time, man. It's, it's empty. What do you what do you really get from that? I'm really glad we brought this up because um, I really don't have a personal Facebook or Instagram account at all. I'm kind of against it. Anytime I meet anybody new, I use a handshake and my phone number. Um, I really don't give out like a Snapchat or Instagram. Oh, like cool. that. Yeah, very. Or I mean, I use LinkedIn, of course, but mm-hmm. uh, I think it's kind of like a professional version of Facebook, 100%. so to speak. You know? Well, there's a purpose behind LinkedIn, yeah. you know, generally. <laughs> yeah. But the thing about Instagram, too, is, um, you know, 
people will post their pictures, their best life, the best angle, you know, when they're looking their best. And of course, everyone in the comments is like, oh my gosh, you know, you're gorgeous, you're this, you're handsome, looking good. So all they're getting from Instagram is these really positive comments. Most of them are fake. I mean, you know, people don't actually care, especially the guy from high school, like 10 years ago, girl from high school, 10 years ago, whatever. So, you know, and it's it's become especially a problem for women. They post all these great pictures and then all they're seeing is, you know, hard eyes, fire emoji. Oh, you're so hot. It's the attention. Guys sliding in their DMs all the time. So you have this inflated ego and not just with women, guys have it too. This overall inflated ego um, in America specifically. Yeah. And I think like personally, I think that's terrible. I mean, for just everyone and but specifically for like relationships, right? Because now you have these people that have only gotten great things said to them. So the moment, you know, hey, do I look good? No, I think you you might have to go change. Like we're going to a nice event. You know, it's a little too revealing, whatever. Then it's right rude. away, it's yeah. rude. Right. Oh, girl, right. leave him. You have a thousand guys following you. That's a you. whole other you topic I mean? right there, boy. Yeah. No, but I mean, it is. Yeah. Am I wrong? 100%. I mean, but to be honest, though, um, it also affects a lot of people's personal image. Because even if you are, you know, great looking person, you're going to look at another great looking person and be like, oh, why don't I look like that? Yeah. And now they have all these editing features to augment the image, right? They enhance the, you know, the skin color, you know, perfection. You're being catfished. Lighting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah State, some states have made it illegal to use Instagram filters. Are you Is serious? Yeah. Oh, really? I, I can see why. I swear in some countries are moving to that too. It's illegal to use like Instagram filters because there was a big, there was a, this was like, I want to say a year or two ago. Uh, like a guy got pissed off. Someone in like Congress, maybe, I don't know. Whoever passed the law, they're the governor. Uh, yeah, he banned Instagram filters. I, I wonder if it's because you can disguise your face and mask it or something. I don't know. That's weird. Basically, he went on a dating app. He got catfished. He's yeah, upset. For sure. Exactly. Yeah, I can see that. For sure. Do you remember, you know, when we were all younger, uh, TV commercials would come on and you're watching a movie and then the commercial comes on and just starts blaring the speakers. You know why that doesn't happen anymore? Because someone, a uh, uh, congressman was eating dinner, right? Had the TV on. And no, I swear to God, like, look it up. And a congressman was having dinner, had the TV on, right? The commercial came on, blared through his speakers because his volume was up because the movie was low, right. whatever. Yeah, That's how movies are. Blared through his speakers. So he got pissed and he's like, everything on the TV, like commercials have to be at the same level at as same TV, but, TV right. shows. You know what I mean? That's why you'll never, you know, like you'd wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> and, and George Lopez playing. You know what I mean? Yeah, the infomercial. For me, it was the infomercial. Yeah. They're always super loud and you're in a deep yeah. sleep. You feel good all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, sham wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sham wow. <laughs> I remember waking up to George Lopez, like just coming on the TV. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, are you mad at him for that? Hell no, I'm not mad no. at him for that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm that's not mad about I'm the Instagram right filter that. thing. That wasn't, that wasn't too bad. I hold a grudge to this day. He woke me up on mm-hmm. December 22nd of that's- 2003. <laughs> <laughs> and that shows you that once you reach a certain level in life, as far as success and with, with that success comes a sense of power how people can use that power. Yeah. You know, what's crazy too. My, uh, my coworker was telling me about this. He was apartment shopping. Right. And you, you know, apartments used to have business lounges, right? Like in their community centers, a place you could like an office, you could go sit down, print stuff, use your computer, whatever. You know what they have now? He showed me pictures. They have podcast rooms and influencer rooms where they'll have backdrops. I swear this is in Maitland, yes. Winter Park. They, they will have backdrops where they could film TikToks and then a table like this where, you know, all the equipment you could use whenever you want because you live there. 
It's yeah, the it, it's the new media center. We should have. We should we should look into <laughs> it. <apartments. laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's funny you said someone pitched me that idea yesterday. Someone said we should buy like a bunch of real estate and create like fake offices with different backdrops and then rent them out per hour. It's, no, you but, I mean that's a really good a, you idea. You basically have a, a studio. Yeah, you get the high yeah. rise option for another hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, you the get wood the wood floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And very what you, fancy, you elegant. Two hundred square feet. I don't know how many square feet you need, but two, three, four hundred, five hundred. Depends on what you're using yeah. it for. If you have a okay. camera in front of you, it could be like a freaking five by five room. If uh, yeah, I was gonna say five by five, ten by ten. There's a there's really? a gym in I want to say is Altamont or Probably Castleberry. <laughs> Called Amped, I believe. Yeah, Amped. Yeah, oh, I go Amped, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been there. Yeah. Is that the place that has the pods? So, the, the pods? Yep. Yeah. Oh, 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 I do. I they don't know. Have like, I talk like about the virtual phone work. holding stations. Oh, where I don't you know. Can, if we get your set, and you've got your phone on the on the little angle place, and you can get your whole set. So, I haven't seen those. So no. I, yeah, I don't know if Amped has that, but if you walk in there, I, I call it a, an influencer gym. I mean, the lighting there, the right. it's it's real dark. It's you know has nice nice like LEDs all over the place. I was about to say neon, bro. I swear to God, I look totally in the mirror. Is. I look in the mirror. I think I'm like 200 pounds of like raw muscle when I look at the mirror. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn. No, sure. so then I leave because, because the shading, the, lighting, the, the yeah. light, the light is at an angle where it'll cause all the right cuts with the shadows. Yeah, because yeah. you know that that's it's strategic yeah. AF. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is though, but um, I was there this morning and I saw a room. I didn't look into it because I was leaving, but I saw it said like virtual workout station or something. Did you see that? Did you uh, that like on if you're facing if you're, the front door on the right hand side. If you walk in from the front, it's like straight ahead. Like oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about yeah, yeah okay yeah. Do you know what I, that is? I, I did see that. I think it's like a a pr- actually you know what that could be it to be honest with you. It's a private room. But I think it's like, yeah, either so people could take pictures or they could just work out by themselves. You know, now, of, now with influencer gyms, it's like you never know. It could be one of those like hot works kind of things. You have been at, like, you know, the hot works gym, they have the preset yeah, yeah, workouts yeah. with your own private room thing. That's hot. Dot, it's like hot yoga. Dot, yeah. <laughs> it's like you, done I've always wanted to try it. I've always what? wanted to try it. I'm not going to lie. All right, let us know. Yeah, I will. Mm. Absolutely. I don't know if I can get that low or that tight, but I'm working on it. I, yeah, was, they, I was overweight, man. I was I was almost 300 pounds. I'd literally been on a journey, and and stretching is a big part of it. Well, when I first started uh, getting my haircut with you forever ago, that was, yeah, you were you were way bigger. Yeah, 100. percent Um, I wanted to talk about something that you guys were. I want to go back to this COVID thing, right? I you said or I'm the sorry, blip. The, blip. the blip, the blip, the blip. My apologies. <laughs> the blip. So what I noticed from that is people are in a lonely place, and they find gratification in sharing themselves because they're getting the attention that they crave because home is a lonely place. Um, and what I notice from men, especially a lot of guys come to the barber shop to get a haircut and they're like, Lou, like they, I just seen them and they're like, I didn't need a haircut. I just needed this interaction right, yeah. right here. This camaraderie right wow. here that you brothers have <laughs> yeah. in this show. People are looking for that and, and they only find it on social media because it's created such a division amongst people. That people isolate themselves here. And my kids could be in the same house communicating through their phones. Yeah. It's really changed the way we are. It's, it's changing humanity. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I, I mean, agree. thank God. To be honest with you, thank God we live in Florida. Um, it's bad here, but it's not as bad as like California was. You know what I mean? Like Alex flew to California in the middle of COVID. And while we're open over here, you know, some people wearing masks, some people weren't, whatever the case may be. 
um we were still communicating a little bit but like places like that depression was so high because mm-hmm. you're inside your mm-hmm. you know your 1500 square foot house or whatever you know whatever the case may be That's you're just cooped big. up <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah california right yeah all the apartments no are, i went there your studio apartment excuse yeah. me <laughs> december of uh 2020 uh basically near la and i probably saw a total of three people outside that's that's like some the entire day end of the world stuff right there isn't it yeah no it's even like here, I am legend yeah even here if i left the house so i'd see cars on the road i'd see you know one or two florida, people walking yeah, florida by. man yo hey listen <laughs> we judged it by disney right am i wrong we judged it by disney if Disney was open, we were open. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So oh, like, yeah, we're good. Yeah, they, they closed for two months and we're like, bro, at I, the end, they're like, nah, we're good. We're going back to normal. I took it like I'm a barber. You know how many dirty heads I have touched in my life? And I'm still here breathing next to you guys. Yeah, touched oh, one today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to cut a whole mullet off. God knows what was in that thing. Um, by the way, I, I just it's took care of this off? man. Have you seen him? Oh, shit. That guy. I thought it was Zach. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Don't, don't remind me. I'm so sad thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> you feel a breeze I back there? I, I was like, are you sure? Are you he sure? Did, he did. He asked me like three times. <laughs> I told him, you know, I told him, I'm like, I'm like, Mark, man, you need to change up a little bit. I'm like, I got new glasses, right? So, you know, you got to get a haircut. And he's like, no one even noticed you got new glasses. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Both of us, we were like, I was wondering why I saw an extra pair of glasses in your I'm truck. Like, I'm like, it was a big change, see, man. Glasses, you got to get a haircut. <laughs> well, you, you know why I did it? So everyone can lay off my back so I can regrow it and less people care now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, I, Mark knows how much I hate change, all right? So even like this, these glasses are like, honestly, you practically still, the same glasses. You know, I, I, you? I have like, no idea. <laughs> dude, I still think, I think about it all the time. Like, maybe I should go back and get another pair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt that way when I bought these. Don't feel bad, man. It's because it's something different on you. And it's crazy because fashion changes, changes so quickly. The mullet's forever, though. Hey, and they'll come back, but like social media, so, no, I shouldn't even say that. I, Hollywood specifically will tell you what's coming, what's trending, what's going to happen. They like literally prepare us for this stuff. For sure, yeah. And that's a good conspiracy to talk about. Like, why is nobody afraid of the Tesla bot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The robot. Why is nobody afraid of that? Don't worry. Elon said it can't overpower a human. <laughs> yeah. Then he said it in a cynical laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I put my hundred dollars in. I'm in the queue to buy one. So are you, are you ready? Yeah. Well. No. No. Watch. No. 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 First one gone. Right here. <laughs> He's gonna reprogram it though, so it could actually be his defender. Like, Us. did anyone watch Terminator? <laughs> yeah. Right. Especially with this AI Skynet, stuff going yeah, on right now. Okay. Skynet. that right there is basically (laughs) what we gave life to when we decided ai can talk all right i think bill gates was sitting in the movie theater and went this is a great idea it's another reason why this is going to get a lot worse like you talk about social the women taking these pictures and 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 making the reality what they want what happens when you're asking a robot to make you a movie in a scene and and now it's about to advance a lot more because this this ai like the snapchat ai and all these other AIs that you can log into a URL and they can create something for you. What is human? What do you need a human for? Yeah, right. Yeah, cutting hair. Cutting Thank hair. God. Cutting hair is forever. Thank God. That, for now. That for robot, now. I'm gonna be the John Connor to take that thing down because if it takes my job as a barber, then what do I have? You know well, what I mean? I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm not gonna let a robot with a straight razor near my neck I'll tell you yeah. that right now. <laughs> it's a scary thought. For now. <laughs> but if yeah. you watch the movie Wally, 
And it shows you like basically where we're heading. We're in outer space right now. We're creating these things. We just had a space lunch the other night. It's beautiful, isn't it? Have you seen it? Oh, the space launches? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen them? Yeah, they're pretty In good. person? I actually haven't seen them in person. I mean, we live in Florida. You can look to your left and see. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> that doesn't count. It's like, no, it's, I know. It's yeah. mesmerizing. And then I was thinking, like, wow, that's so beautiful. And I'm thinking, every other idiot is looking at this, thinking the same thing. And I'm wondering, what the heck are they making up there? What are they building? What are they doing? They could tell you one thing, but in reality, if you're out there, and there's no jurisdiction. The United States created the Space Force. Besides that, who was up there doing it? We well, had- actually, in reality, there's a firmament, so they actually can't get <laughs> to space. Are you a flat earther? <laughs> yeah, I'm it's, actually, not, it's a realm, actually. I'm, 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 a, I'm a banana earther. Dude, actually, funny story, flat earthing. <laughs> Earthers, oh, earthen believers. Um, I had a coworker tell me, I don't want to name the company, but back at a big uh, defense company, there was like a group of... Uh, flat earthers and uh my boss was actually listening to him and he's like he's, he was he was just kind of he wanted to hear what they had to say and they hand him a booklet that they handmade on why the earth wow. was flat they had like full-on like you know probably 30 40 page paper on why the earth was flat evidence that proves it's flat but then you go on youtube and the flat earthers get proven wrong all the time, all the they, time. they prove themselves wrong which they, I think is the funniest thing when they prove themselves wrong and they're like, well, it's not supposed to be doing this, but um, uh, our it's our experiment. It's not because the earth is round. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. What's crazy I, is like there's a lot of like evidence that they give that actually will sound pretty compelling, but then they'll go too far and say stuff that, like you said, they contradict themselves. If they just stuck with the stuff that actually made sense, they might have a chance. Well, I was, I was, I was watching this guy. He did a live and he was like a flat earther and then some physicist came on and he was explaining how the earth cannot be flat and how things work and he and the guy's like yeah so you're telling me that we're just a boss going 10 million miles an hour and we launch a rocket and it doesn't get dragged away and he's like well there's no wind in space Mm. so (laughs) Mm. uh how many how many flat earthers are pilots (laughs) probably zero But also, if you're a pilot, you would never admit you're a flat earther. That'd be kind of weird. You're flying a plane around the world, but around, right? <laughs> around. <laughs> there it is. Well, around is like you know, like you know, flat. You go oh, around it, flat circle. around the yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's the ice wall. So as know, a barber, so. I ask my pilot clients. Obviously, you have to because the flat earther conspiracy. I'm, I'm I listen to all these weird conspiracies, so I want to debunk it. And I asked him. And he's like, oh, well, you know, we every time we fly around uh, across the world, we have to constantly, gradually keep dropping. So that tells you you're going around it and not across <laughs> it. Yeah. Another nah, thing is from, from the Empire State Building, you could probably use your binoculars and see somewhere in China. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the the cur- well, yeah, the curvature of the Earth. Like, the higher up you go, yeah. the more you can see the curvature. Yeah. If the Earth was flat, you know how easy spine would be? You could just walk to, you know, think about it. You could go to, you could go to Alaska, go on a tall mountain, use a yeah. really strong telescope and just look into Russia. That's it. You know what, what are they doing? Yeah, you're right, I don't you're know. Right. Zoom in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I'm talking about? Um, you know what I've noticed during the blip or after? A lot less cash. A lot. Ooh, a lot. Talk about that. Yeah. yeah. A oh, lot yeah. Uh, less just... people use cash. And a lot of businesses now don't even accept cash. Ah, uh, Zach loves. I just came from one. Yeah, so I you came from one. Yes. Oh yeah. So I I told my brother actually me and my Real brother quick, which business was it so we can tell our audience not to go there. <laughs> it's called 
Booyas, tapas. Okay, so Booyas. we don't go there anyway. <laughs> it's on uh, South Orlando Ave. Winnipeg. Okay, okay. No, but I, 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 I got to an argument a little bit last night with my oldest brother because uh, there's this like, you know, sushi restaurant and they don't they stopped accepting cash during COVID. Right. And me and Mark, we ate over there. This is what pissed me off, especially about them. They stopped. They stopped ex- accepting cash. Right. But then they had a tip jar and it was like, oh, place your tip in here with cash tip. And I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah, that's cool. But I told him, I go to my brother last night. Uh, he's like, oh, how do you feel about uh, the sushi place? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't go there anymore. He's like, why not? And I'm like, I love their food, but I don't like their system. And I don't go to anywhere that doesn't take cash. You know, and he's like, well, why not? I'm like, because it's against the Bible. The Bible talks about a cashless society, you know, and like it's not good for us as a humanity because then, you know, a higher power could control us. And then we would be basically their minions, you know what I mean? Mm. And uh, well, I'm sure, Louis, you got some talk about this, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then wait. he's like, he's like, no, it doesn't say that in there. I'm like, bro, how are you gonna tell me? Look it up. Like, I know. Yeah. Then he started talking. He's like, he's like, no, it's in this book. It's in this. He's like, you're lying. You what know? the book of Enoch? <laughs> he's like, he's <laughs> like, it's in the Quran. It's in, and I'm like, no, dude, it's in the Bible. Like, it's bro, probably in the Quran too. Money probably. is money is man made. I'm gonna tell you why. God put us on this planet and he said, you can have whatever you want. Eat anything you want. We're supposed to be in a paradise, right? And fast forward, you have Egyptians come and, and, and then the Jews were enslaved to the Egyptians. And here comes Moses and he, and he saves them. Well, the Egyptians, it says that, you know, in conspiracies say that the Egyptian pyramids were covered in gold, solid gold. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, the tip, the gold tip. Right. And with that gold, people gravitate to things that are shiny. Right. And that's just the way it works. So since then, and that's where the greed can't comes in. Um, but men started really praising and you see the, the greed in humans when they, they were slate, they weren't freed from Egyptian captivity across through the Red Sea. If you, if you, they went through the Red Sea on the other side, Moses was like, let me go get these 10 commandments. When he, before he came down, they got so desperate waiting for him. They were like, let's just smell everybody's gold and let's create our own little golden calf that we're going to worship. And look at everybody today running to work, not taking care of their kids, not having kids because they're chasing the green. Because that's a society that was created. And then posting on Instagram. There yeah, it is. There it is, yeah. With rented cars. Lamborghini. Yep. <laughs> With rented cars. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, and about this cashless um, cashless currency, the the Federal Reserve, and this is where it gets scary. The Federal Reserve is releasing in July a cashless currency. Fed now. Thank you. Why is that scary? Easy, because they can monitor all your transactions, and they can choose to shut your account down if they think, oh, this guy might be buying this or buying this. For example, if someone wants to go out and purchase firearm, and of course we know how the government feels about us having firearms, right? One hundred percent. I mean, so, there was there was a, a shooting today in Atlanta. Yeah, but Fed now monitor all your transactions because it has it goes from let's say you know you have it, it doesn't go directly to the bank, it goes to Fed now, then it goes to the bank, and vice versa. So they right. monitor everything. All they have to do is shut down your account, and then you can't purchase anything. 
Yeah, I mean, and to say it, that's like, you know, that they wouldn't do that is stupid. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this briefly. I mean, last time you were here uh, about trading, right? People, certain people had certain skills, and that was the whole idea behind it. Was you know, you traded stuff. If you were a blacksmith and I created leather goods, you know, if I needed, you know, uh, a key made or my wagon fix or whatever at the time, you know, I'll go to you. And then if you needed you know, uh, a bag to carry groceries or whatever, you would come to me and we would trade off on stuff like that. Um, but then that turned into, you know, a money system just to make it easier, realistically, you know, mm-hmm. with, with mm-hmm. gold coins, with mm-hmm. silver, with, hey, I, I'm not a tradesman myself, but, you know, I farm and I sell to people who need to eat and then I have this money and now I could go buy whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. So, yeah, now that's going into cashless, that's when people could control like the government, you know, what, what you're buying or not. And the quote, the, the Bible verse I was talking about was in revelation, like 13, 17, right? <laughs> so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark. That is the name of the beast or the number of its name. Right. So I could, I could read the whole, you know, I, I think we need to touch back on that. <laughs> We're going to come back to this revelation 13. I want to go back to Egypt real quick. And every single civilization after that. Because I want you to, I want everyone to wake up. We are not as free as they say that we are. Okay? You had the Egyptians, you had the Greeks, you had the Romans. Game of Thrones is still happening today. The empires have, are still relevant, right? I've never seen that movie. Oh, man. I'm talking Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones meaning. Show. A game, <laughs> I mean, a game of, a game of kingdoms that, are, that no, are gathering together. Nothing to do with anything else, right? So check this out. Man. So all of these, when, when Jesus was around, people asked, well, what about taxes? What Jesus said, give to Caesar that which belongs to Caesar, right? Like this money is always going to be theirs. It's never going to be yours. And they're going to hound you for it. And we've been running on a wheel chasing money only to pay taxes. Now, where is Game of Thrones still relevant? Corporations are the leaders up top. They're the ones that really run the world. You have the one who has the most money controls the world. That's the way it is. Let's talk about the Federal Reserve. That's the biggest kingdom of them all. That's the reason why we go to war. Because if you look at every single country that America has ever gone to war with, the, the main thing that happens after you destroy a country is you build infrastructure. And you got to have money to do that. That's where the Federal Reserve comes in. Because they lend America the money. We build the country. We're always going to be indebted to them. Federal Reserve is not federal and there is no reserve to it. Right? They want to control everything. The test run that Joe Biden gave us was, remember, give to Caesar that which belongs to Caesar. Humans, you cannot trust. Right? Right? So they want to take as much money as they as they can. That's why we had a lot of cash businesses and things like that, money under the table and all of that. Well, the Federal Reserve is losing every time we do something like that, right? And the kingdom doesn't want to fall. So, and we can even talk about the sinking of the Titanic, but that's later on. Um, and it's and it's re- and it's related to this. I thought I had the conspiracy glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. So the Federal Reserve said to who, whoever's in charge, said to whoever's in 
looks like is in charge to mm -hmm. tell them that you're going to charge them X, after X amount of dollars that we're going to tap into their different things and, and see how much money they're moving and we're going to tax them on it. That happened last year where you got taxed anything over 600 through Zelle or whatever it was, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's because somebody's saying I'm losing too much money. Now, people have been talking about this cashless currency, this chip, this mark of the beast for years. Mm -hmm. And there was a whistleblower that recently came out and was interviewed and said that they've seen this actual chip and it's the size of a grain of rice and it will be implanted in the fat of your hand. You pay with your hand. And it would have all of your, all of your medical records, your criminal records, all of your debt, your credit history, all of that. It's funny bringing that up because when I was at uh, studying computer science at UCF, there were actually were people giving a presentation back in like 2014 how they input a chip into their hand and they could open up like their wallet, doors, mm -hmm. things in their house. It's like even before the whole like smart home automation stuff blew up, you know. And that's it's what like I'm super talking. relevant, you know. That's what I mean about Hollywood. Why isn't anybody afraid of the robots? Because Hollywood already pitched you that idea. So when you see it happening, it's like, oh, I've seen this in a movie once. It's an inception of the idea. So you're you're sound to it already. There it is. Yeah. Well, even like the whole uh alien thing. Well, camera died. Can you uh yeah, real quick. I'll keep talking. But the whole, like, even when there's, they're now releasing all the documents on UFOs and stuff like that. So people would not freak out. Well, at the height of the blip, if you blink, you miss it. There was like a 15 second cover on, C on, on one of the news networks that's red and said, we have spacecrafts not of this world. What, bro? What does that even mean? Well, well, you have thousands and thousands of people dying in hospitals. You have people telling people fighting over toilet paper. You have all this weird stuff happening, and you're gonna pick the most opportune time to tell us that you got spaceships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild. That whole toilet paper thing was crazy too. It was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to the toilet paper. I want to talk about spaceships. That went over my head. Actually, I'm surprised you caught that. <laughs> No, but yeah, so it's the whole idea of we slowly introduce this idea, this concept. People won't freak out when everything goes to hell. Yep. I was, this, watching, this, I was watching this thing. Um, I don't know if it was off Joe Rogan's podcast, but somebody was talking about UFOs. And he was saying there's more evidence that they're actually coming from the sea than they are coming from space. I saw that, yeah. And that's because uh, we have more footage of uh, objects in the ocean that we don't know what they are than... Uh, and it was saying that we would know if something came from space, right? Like, it, it makes, like, a... Well... Oh, we got an aerospace engineer. <laughs> so, I mean, you could say that, right? But personally, right? So, uh, statistically speaking, like, life has to exist, like, in our, you know, universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Us. That's other... Well, I'm just saying, like, other life, let's just say, right? So, uh, if aliens were, you know going to come here if they were to come into our atmosphere the percentage chance of them landing well coming into our atmosphere over an unmanned portion is like far greater than it is coming into a manned portion because we have you got to think about how much ocean we have you talk about land versus ocean yeah, yeah 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 so land versus ocean right the odds of them coming back you know are coming well i guess coming you know coming back you never know with the egyptians <laughs> you know what i mean the but uh, <laughs> the odds of them coming over the ocean are far greater than 
you know, on land. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. But we've only we've only explored about ten percent or less of our ocean. Right. Right. Oh right. yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they've been saying that for so long. You're surprised that they that number hasn't really gone up. Well, well it's, it's it's ten point. It used to be ten point zero 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 one. Now it's ten point zero 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 two. Okay, so <laughs> significantly, yeah, so, yeah, it's huge. It shows you our size. We're not big enough to understand this world, and we're trying to get out of it and go to the next one. We, I, I don't know if you guys know, but there's there were some rockets exploded on the on the surf on the dark side of the moon, and you can pull footage footage up and find it, and it shows you the rocket hitting the lint, the center of a crater and exploding. Humans are disastrous to themselves, bro. We are. I, I love the movie The Planet of the Apes because it shows you how far we've come. Like, literally from the garden in the jungle to outer space. And thanks to James Cameron and uh, his uh, seed that was planted in, in filming the Titanic, that man's been to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. You know, and that's, that's really, really far down. And now we're kind of moving to the interstellar route where we're like running out of resources. Now we have to like collect people, build our own space and kind of move out and you know, aggregate other resources from other places. Kind of like we were talking about before. The movie Wally. I encourage you guys to watch that. I've watched it quite a few times. Have okay. you seen Inter- interstellar too? Yes. Okay. But the reason I say Wally is because yeah. it shows you where we're heading. We're heading into a world where you're literally living on a spaceship because we destroyed the planet. Do you know how much energy, you know how many, do you know how much it takes to, to, Dig up what it takes to build a battery, the cobalt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about that. It's it's like it looks like what if I was alive during the Egyptian times. It looks like what you would, what it would take to build a pyramid. You have fifteen thousand people excavating in a mine by hand because there's no machinery that can go in there without destroying it. We're digging holes in the planet. Let's talk about building a subdivision. You take a green piece of land that's beautiful and green and flourishing and has animals in it. And we say, we're going to buy this crap and we're going to build on it. Because remember, corporations, right? So they take this beautiful piece of land and they have to kill the land. You have to clear it. You have to kill it. And I don't know if you've ever driven through Claremont, but it's nice green pastures. Yeah, yeah. And then you see the sand and it looks like death. Like they killed the greenery. Mm-hmm. So only to build concrete and build uh, homes on top of that for us. Now, where's the problem in that? You cut the trees down, and the trees are shade for the rock that Earth is. When you heat up the rock, it cooks everything on top of it. And if you're cutting off all the shade, you're going to get skin cancer, bro. That's what's happening to the planet. Yeah, I mean, you look at cities. uh, I know, I think LA was one of them. They were looking at painting their roads white just because the black roads would pull in so much heat that it would keep the city extremely hot you know and then then you're dumping your so much money into ac cooling down buildings and you know it's just displacing the heat back outside so it's creating this just environment where it's almost unlivable um it's true but yeah it's no you're 100 right i mean they're you know they tear down forests like one thing um like a lot of cities in orlando i don't know if like you knew it's like i know lake mary does it ultimate start doing it um, I don't I'm not sure if Oviedo does it, but like, like every tr- uh, major tree they cut down, right? If you have a, a hospital going up, house is going in, every major tree they cut down, they have to replace it with an equivalent tree and a tree that will grow to that same size in either, you know, five years or, you know, however long, you know what I mean? Just to combat that issue. 
But you go to these major cities where, like New York City, I, I can't stay there for more than a week. You know what I mean? Uh, it's you, have no, you have no greenery. We went to uh, 29 Palms uh, to visit my cousin. And, you know, that's like a desert over there, right? There's no greenery. So that's just natural land, you know. But still, we were there for what? How many days? Five days? Six days? Yeah, just about, yeah. Yeah. And you, I never craved the color green so much in my life. Oh, yeah. You come back, you came back to Florida. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, wow. it has a dulling effect. And, uh, like we kind of spoke about this, uh, I mean, off the camera, but, um, that comes into like, what's the most popular pink color right now? Right. Gray. Sherman Williams, gray. Hey, you know, they agreeable call it, gray. Yeah. Agreeable gray, right? Yeah. Agreeable gray now. And I then, know, I painted my whole house. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they're calling it, you know, they're calling it, they're calling it the, the millennial gray. Because like you're saying millennials and like Gen Z are like, they like that color. But all that does is, you know, think about what color prisons are. They're gray. You know what I mean? You're enclosed in a cell. You're trapped inside. And like, like in my opinion, you know, I'm no doctor, but like in my opinion, you know, that causes like just a depressive like feeling because you're not seeing the greenery. In the state of Florida, we paint our highways you know, a nice tan color, a comfortable tan, you know, uh, like, and all of the concrete is painted like that. And the reasoning behind it was because they found out less people were, who were saddened by how much work they had to do, how little they saw their family, uh, or just depressed or whatever, less people were deciding to turn off the road and, you know, like hurt themselves. You know, but just because they painted that versus if you go to Georgia, you know, everyone, you know, if you drive through Atlanta, it's, it's hell over there. Right. Yeah. But everything is gray. The gray surrounds Bro. you. You feel depressed when you're in the, the state traffic. troopers are gray. Let me tell you, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. a ticket in Georgia. The cop was hiding in the, and I'm, I'm, we're going to come back to that, but the cop was hiding on the guardrail and the car was silver on the silver guardrail. And I just flew by and I just, the guardrail came to life. It was like a transformer. It was the craziest thing. Yeah. But it's, it's true. There's so much gray yeah. there. Mark, Mark knows that feeling all too well. And how about, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just paid $600 for a ticket. Oh, wait, that's, that's tough. We got super speeder over here. Yeah. Go ahead. There he goes. Speed racer. You, I'm too old. Uh, <laughs> so what about movies when, or books when they're describing, describing a scene and they say a dark, gloomy night or. Yeah, what's the first thing you think of? Yeah. A stormy night, a gray night, gray night uh, yeah. depression. A, yeah, depressive night. You know, and that's when the main villain comes out. <laughs> the <state laughs> trooper, like, like <laughs> the T one thousand, bro. And we're not even gonna blink an eye. Like, yeah, I saw that guy in the movie once. <laughs> so, so we get a lot of hurricanes over here in Florida, right? You know, sometimes depends on the year. Okay, so and it depends, it depends on, the year, on if right? you, you know. Now, now, storm. Do you got? Do you like watching hurricanes? Like the storms passing by. Honestly, it's it's very satisfying for me. It's peaceful. I like it too. But you exactly, it's great, right? You're sitting outside. The wind is blowing through the trees. Whatever, you know. But then you know what you see? Lightning, a flash of light. You're like, oh wow, that was amazing. Yeah. And that's the moment that you peak. It's right at that flash of light. That's you're so like, true. you're like, here's that light that passes through the Earth's atmosphere, right? Striking on the ground in a dark, gloomy day, right? You're seeing this wind, the storm, you know, the eeriness of it, right? Just bring light to the whole city, you know, and, and you yeah. know, you just like back to the rocket thing, you know, you're not the only person that's seen it. Everyone is looking at that lightning strike and being like, wow, you know, I was just saying, everyone's area. so fascinated by lightning. And I know. And yeah. it's wow. like, you know, it's 
something in Florida that happens almost every day. You know what I mean? But when it's that dark, gloomy hurricane night and then you see it, you see the light pass through, you know. That's biblical, man. I know. I mean, even in the Bible, Jesus says that you are the light of the world because he knew how depressed and dark people were. And and if you are that person, like everyone's family has that one person that lights up the room. Yeah, yeah, we can't wait for him to come because the party's going to start. Mm. And that's the light. And he calls us to be that. Because in, in the dark, dark world, you look for that light out of the gray. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what did the, uh, the three wise men, what, what did they follow? The light. The, the light. light. They followed the, the, northern, the star. northern star. They followed the light in the complete darkness. Darkness exists because there's a lack of light. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so gray is not good for you. Um, you know, our house, I don't think we have a lick of gray in our house. So no, we have no gray. And yeah. this and this let's talk about because we're talking about destroying the planet, right? And and the land and all of that and growing trees. New York is depressing because of the color structure. Why do they call it the concrete jungle? Yeah. Because we destroyed it and we created our own jungle. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I should have let Made you Made out of concrete. Right. Sorry. Um, no, I didn't know the answer, honestly. So. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Because we came from the jungle and we turned it from green to gray. It's mm-hmm. concrete. And another thing about the, the whole atmosphere and, and, and heating up the planet because we're destroying the trees, which create the shade. The Bible says to be go out to the world and be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful to the land and multiply. What does that mean, bro? Let's talk about humans and what we were intended for. All right. Human beings are compost for plants. Anything that dies, the carcass falls into the land. And it, the Bible says that from dirt you were born and to the dirt you will return. Right? What does that mean? That means that you will decompose and become plant food. We breathe in oxygen. We breathe out carbon dioxide. And then the trees need the carbon dioxide. It's almost like they're harvesting us. And then what happens? We harvest them. We are harvesting them, right? Not only that, but somewhere along the line, someone had a bright idea, kind of like Ty, and said, hey, (laughs) why don't we bury these guys in boxes like we bury our kings? Because if they have money now, then they can, certain people can pay for this burial and they'll pay us to do it. And we'll put them in the box. What happens when you put your body in the box? You're no longer fruitful to the land. Or you're fruitful to somebody's pocket. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Doing what? Put myself in a box. Yeah. What are you going to do? We said before, I mean, we came from the ashes. We're going back to them. That's what I'm going to do. Bury myself in a tomb. And I think about that too, right? (laughs) But what's good is an ash? Do you eat a burnt steak? Yeah. Because there's no nutrients in it. I mean, not maybe not ash. I mean, I'm not going to be in a box necessarily. Not in a coffin. Yeah, not in a coffin. Right. Right. Or right. a wooden coffin. Right? I mean, like wooden, crematory, yeah. like even being cremated also, like even that, because it's ash. And it says to be fruitful to the land and the land. If we were to die, what I'm saying is that if we were to die and actually be buried in your backyard, you would probably have a beautiful garden. If you had your family members in your land buried in your backyard in a, in a, in a beautiful, noble place, right, under a tree or something, that tree will bring you fruit, bro. And you can eat and you don't have to go to the grocery store. But because, if, because doing that will take away from money from somebody's pocket, where they don't teach us that. And that's the scary part is the manipulation in humanity because it's fulfilling somebody else's pocket. So right. what you're saying is 
<laughs> we need to start a funeral Take these glasses home. Glasses off. Go ahead. All I'm hearing is we need to start a funeral home. Uh, there's a lot of money in funerals. <laughs> there's a lot of money in funerals for sure. But you know, this is one of those things as human as humans we're living backwards, going back to the social media thing and living life internally plugged into a machine, um, chasing these things, burials like it's all backwards. We were not intended to be that way. No, I mean even like all right. Like Yellowstone, for example, you know, this show Yellowstone, you know, they're all about living with the land, right? They live, you know, they have a ginormous uh, estate, right, where they have cows that they raise and whatever. They live with the land. They protect the land. And that's what that whole show was about, protecting the land from huge development. Right. Right. Because that's not what they, you know, wanted. You know, God gave us this land to enjoy it. Right. Not to destroy it. There it is. You know, so be fruitful. And where did that where did the idea to destroy and build come from? Let's think. Let's talk about that real quick. Where did it come from? Part of its greed. Part of it is, you know, being God yourself and creating something of your own, creating okay. your own empire. You know? Biblical. It happened. Babylon was the greatest empire. Right? Yeah. Am I wrong? No, I think, yeah, I think at right, that yeah. time. Babylon yeah. in yeah. the Western part of the world to us. Western. Right. Mideast. But you had Egypt, which was another empire. Then you had the Romans, the Greeks, all of these different ones, right? But then now you're building empires everywhere because if you've seen The Last Kingdom, have you watched that? Yeah. That's Uth- actually a good show. Uhtred, Son of Uhtred. That's a great show. Have you seen it? Actually, I have not. It's really it good. It is you actually should. a great show. All right. I'll all watch right. it. Um, so England was, you know, full of kingdoms, the United Kingdoms, right? And then we wanted a break from them. So we sent a couple of guys across the pond. He said it was Christopher Columbus, but... You know, the founding fathers came and created New England. And that's when the real building started, because now you're bringing the banks and now all of these different things are coming. Do you see? Am I crazy for talking like this? Yeah, you're, no. you're bringing a structured society here. That's what they brought. You know? And we had to kill the people that didn't want us here. That, Like you said, yep, yep. they were defending the land. They weren't defending themselves. Like, don't destroy the land. And that's what we continue to do. And for what? So you can have the finer things. Mm. And it's bullshit, bro. Because then what? My who's who's great grandkids? Where are they gonna live? We're gonna live in the spaceship and Wally till they figure it out on Mars. <laughs> well, you, you know, you know it's crazy about that. Like you're you know, the finer things in life, right? You know, you see in the in the United States, everywhere, I don't care, you know, in the United States, um, you'll see homeless people, right? But then they spend a thousand dollars on an iPhone, right? Because that's what they want. And then people, you know, I, actually I had a college uh, debate about this. Um, where we were talking about the poverty in America. Like the poverty in America, uh, you know, it, I mean, it can get bad, you know, of course. But if you compare it to the poverty in a third world country, it's <laughs> drastically worse. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll have a person living in Section 8 housing or hopping house to house because they don't have a home to sleep in. Or, you know, they go to... Uh, um, centers to sleep in stuff like that you know but at least we have those centers or and even you know we have the means to find those centers you know everyone has a phone i don't care if you live in a place or not if you go to like you know my family's from kosovo right and when we we used to go as kids um you know it was full of military vehicles it was a third world country the lights went out you only had power in the houses for about <clears throat> six hours a day right you had other, it would be rolling blackouts on and off, on and off. I remember we, we would be walking through the streets 
And, you know, people, it's illegal over here in the States, but, you know, in a third world country like that, you know, it's just, it was madness. Now it's a developing country, but uh, people would actually cut their limbs off. So other people would feel bad to give them money. Wow. You know what I mean? No, and, yeah, and it's true. Yeah. Job. Yeah. <laughs> it's because so, they created a society where you need the money and some people don't know how to get it. So they'll go by any means. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a sense of disparity. Those are the gypsies over there. Yeah, well, and realistically, it's all for the scent, uh, for the uh, the ideology of you know, like building an empire, right? That's what that's what causes that to happen. Realistically, you know, if you're in good health, you could live off the land. It, it may not be to your standard or to my standard, even. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to do that, but you know, you could go in the woods and do whatever you want. You know, but we don't have that that hunter gatherer mentality. If if corporations didn't want to harvest all of the foods and and farm we could just plant fruit trees everywhere and we could just eat right off of the land and but some why don't we do that some countries are doing that you know i mean it's like just, i mean it's, it's we, trees grow from the dirt there's dirt everywhere why can't we grow fruit trees everywhere i want to say sweden and i feel like i always say sweden but i'm like 90 percent sure it's sweden because they do a lot of like cool stuff that i like um they plant like orange trees apple trees uh in their major cities just so people could grab it, eat it, toss it away. You know what I mean? I have a I have a buddy of mine that was in the navy, and while he was in serving in the navy, he was in Spain. And while and in Spain, there's a lot of fruit trees in the land, but those are the king's fruits, and you don't touch fruit from the king's trees. He didn't know that. He's this kid from the Bronx. He goes and says, "Oh shoot, a fruit tree! Let me grab one," and he got in trouble for that. So much so that he was forced to get off of the ship that he was stationed on. And he was he had to do punishment time on base for getting in trouble and touching the king's fruit, bro. Wow, that's crazy. That's food. Yeah, that's crazy. And I want to go back here because I'm going to show you how it lives backwards. I'm going to go to the very, very beginning. The very first chapter of the Bible is Genesis 1. And at the very bottom, I'm going to read something. It's, it's Genesis 1.29. It says, and God said, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that's on the face of all of the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit, you shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth and to every bird in the heavens and to everything that creeps on earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. Why did my boy go to jail for that? Ma'am. Yeah, because greed. Yeah. There it is. Now, let's talk about the greed. Well, and, you know, power. The power to Mm -hmm. be able to control someone over that. You know what I mean? Because power is addicting. Yeah, it's like, hey, yeah, Pat, you're right. Power is addicting. Um, And once a person has power, for them to cease power is, like, nearly impossible. Mm -hmm. Well, think about how great it feels, like, to be able to tell someone to do something and they do it. No questions asked. Like, that's an addicting feeling to have. And when you get so much of that, I mean, there's people in America, like you said, the the top, you know, one percent that have so much power, they can do anything they want. It's a, it's an addiction for and, sure. And those are the kings in the game that I'm talking about. Yep. Those are the kings. And every law that passes that you're like, who does this law benefit? It's not for you, my friend. It was never for you. Mm-mm. You're a slave like these hamsters running on the wheel chasing this thing that we have been talking bad about the whole episode, but yet everybody's going to sit there and watch this do it, right? 
Now, I'm going to watch. I'm going to tell you why this is so scary. Check this out. Everything we talked about, I'm going to bring it full circle. Oof. The tongue is a double-edged sword. It has the power to heal and it has the power to kill. When I mean kill, I don't mean like I'm literally going to kill you, but it's going to crush your spirit, which is going to kill your soul. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That creates depression. So check this out. And by the signs, this is Revelation 13, and I'm going to go from 14 to 18. Ready? And by the signs that it was allowed to work in the presence of the beast, it deceives those who dwell on earth. I want to say that the beast in this particular um, scripture is talking about technology. And this is only based off of what I'm going to tell you. Basically, it's saying that it's deceived everyone on earth, telling them to make an image for the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived. Meaning, make an image for the beast means bring it to life. Bring it to life, even though we talked bad about it, but it still lived. Meaning, we're still going to use it. And it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast, which means that it was brought to life. Breath meaning what gave us, gives us life. So that the image of the beast might even speak and might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. First part, so that the image of the beast might even speak. Hey, Siri. Dang. And and cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. If you don't have a phone and you were in this room right now, what's the first thing you tell that person? You watch your phone. Bro, what the heck's wrong with you? you yeah, I, I, would, I would say, where's your Android at? <laughs> <laughs> One of us would say, where's your Android at? <laughs> so that means that if you don't worship this thing, you're going to be slaughtered. Remember, the mouth is a sword. Also, it causes awe, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or on the forehead, right? So that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark that is the name of the beast or the number of its name. You can't buy nothing. And what do we got? Apple Pay. You cannot buy nothing. Without this, yeah. you can yeah. you can leave your wallet somewhere and say, "Oh, here." Now, what happens in J- in July when they when they release the what's it called? Fed now. Fed now is the mark of the beast. Least obvious Fed. There it is. There it is. And everyone is gonna talk bad about it, but they're gonna force you to do it, just like the blips medicine. Props to Florida and other states for. Trying to block it. Yeah, for real. That Ron just DeSantis, made me uneasy. Yeah. Got a boy, got a boy, Ronnie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you're exactly right. I mean, it's in the Bible, yeah. bro. <laughs> this used to be one nation under God. Why? Because God makes rules and people don't like rules because it, it restricts you, your power, taking power away from man and you give it to God. That means the 1% got to humble themselves because it says to give 10%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great stuff, man. But they don't yeah. have to oblige to the rules. Why do the Pope kiss certain people and certain people kiss the Pope's hand? But the Pope kiss certain people's hands. Yeah. 
It's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, with this pope now, uh, he actually pulls his hand away when people try to kiss it. But like with every previous pope, you know, the proper greeting was to kiss his hand, kiss his ring that he had. Maybe somebody yeah. is paying attention that we're paying attention and told him to stop. And it could have been. hundred percent. I mean, yeah. Because part of the deal is, hey, they're catching on. Let's let's, uh, you know, act a different way. Let's show them a different perception. So, yeah, very possible. I mean, my, wow. my grandparents have a, uh, they met the Pope, the previous Pope. And um, but yeah, same thing. Like they have pictures of my grandfather leaning in, you know, to kiss his hand, kiss his ring. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, like, where else have you seen that? Kissing a ring, right? Mafia movies, right? Yeah, true. Kiss my ring. Make it a show moment you can't refuse. Yeah. Show me that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Show me that, you know, you belong to me now. You know what I mean? And that's what it was about. Hey, yeah. you're you're under my control. You know what I mean? Yeah. But And me personally, I'm not kissing no man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kiss Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> my father. I'll tell you what, man, if if I wouldn't have started searching for these things for myself, my life would have been completely different. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they took it out of the schools. Um, because it does give you power. Yeah. The the words, you guys are you guys are practicing it every day. Words have so much power. They have the power to make things happen. Dude, and, and, you know, how long I've been coming, you know, over to you? Probably over two years, three years? Coming over to the barbershop. Uh, yeah, four, three, four, five. Four, four five I years. Lost, wow. Probably five, I four, lost, five years. Yeah, I lost five, now. Four or five, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, even with you, like, I remember that transformation. You know what I mean? Right. When you started following God. And, you know, just the transformation you Not went religion. Through. Faith. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God. Yeah. Faith. Look for the man and not the religion. I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, you're good. I mean, I'm Catholic, so no. <laughs> no, man but uh, Jesus, bro, not the Pope. Yeah. No. Oh, you're right. No, I mean, you know, I follow God. You know what I mean? If the Pope says something I don't agree with, I don't agree with it. Pull you know out the mean? scripture, Pope. Yeah. Let me see it. But um, but no, dude. And I remember that transformation. We were talking about this before, before the podcast came up on how you lost a lot of weight, right? And I saw that transformation of just. You know, your attitude change, you know, your outlook on life drastically changed. You start to see uh, a greater outlook on life, a, um, a happier outlook on life. You know, hey, if a problem is a problem, it gets, you know, you're going to get over it. You know why? Because it's not the end of the world. You know, God is the only person that can make the end of the world. You know, minus like a nuclear attack or something. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the Manhattan Project. He allowed it. He allowed it. Yeah. <laughs> No, but, but you understand what I'm saying. And yeah. I have to I, I have to tell you that reading this is it was an idea. Okay, so I lost myself. I fell to the bottom of the pit. I was consumed by drugs. I lost everything that I had built. And I was at the bottom of the bottom and I had nowhere to look. I even I even saw myself dead at times, okay? Just to be frank and open and transparent, because this is how real it needs to be. So if you feel like your next step is death. And I was like, you know what? Let me look into this book that everyone talks about that will change your life because I've been running from it my whole life. I always say, you know what? Someday I'll get to it. Someday I'll get to it because there's conspiracies that God came from a spaceship. Who knows? Let me read for myself. So I started reading and it talks about the first man being Adam. And I start thinking you can really correlate the Bible with history. And you have the Romans, you have the Egyptians, you have, he even describes the dinosaur in the book of Job. Okay, and I won't get into that, but I want to get to the point. 
So when I started reading that man was the first man and they eat the way that they ate, well, let me try this. So for three months, I put myself on a caveman diet where I said, let me just eat things that grow from the planet with no sauce, no breading, no bread, because he didn't know what it was. And then guess what? What came with that? If you're a hunter gatherer, you got to hunt and you're not eating until you gather it, gather it. So then I went with the mindset fast in the morning. I'm eating my last meal at seven fast until lunchtime and, and go to the gym. So that way I'm manipulating like I'm hunting. I'm burning calories. I'm doing squats. I'm doing pushups. Like if I was running through the forest, mm -hmm. literally my men went, I lost 30 pounds that month. Yeah. So then I go to a chiropractor because my back is jacked up. And they found out that I have something normal in 10% of the population today. It's called a lumbaris sacrum. That means that the last vertebrae in my spine, in my tailbone, did not fuse with the tailbone. I got extra movement. Oh, dang, it's the end of the world. Let me look it up and see what people are doing about it. I found out that every single fossilized Neanderthal carries that trait. Now I'm really paying attention. Because that means that something inside of me is 10% Neanderthal. If what I'm reading is correct. And you gotta you gotta believe everything you read on the internet. <laughs> no, they they have found that um, Neanderthal they interbred with humans. So there you go. You know, someone some have a small DNA. Humans of will interbred with yeah. anything. Same thing. Like if you have if you have a bump on your eyebrow, like a, a noticeable bump, you know that's like uh, like we have bumps on our eyebrows. Yeah, like a caveman. Yeah, like a caveman. Yeah. No, seriously, and it and. That like is a trait of like a Neanderthal trait, yeah. Right, and their noses were this. Their nose were this <laughs> big, right? Yeah. Their noses. Their nose was this big. Now check check it out. What happens on a planet that's only filled with greenery? Only green. No buildings. No solar panels. Just green. It's a lot of oxygen, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You need bigger lungs, bigger nostrils to to be able to breathe it in. Yeah. Everything is bigger. Yeah. All animals were bigger back then, right? Yeah. Because there was more oxygen. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Bro, there's too many. That's why I believe in the Bible. That's why I believe in God. Because yeah. basic instructions before leaving earth. Too many possible similarities. Yeah. And what was Jesus? So I look at it like this. God made us in his image. Nobody's seen him. That's a spirit. He put us in this body. We're battling the flesh. We're battling human nature. And I look at it like Bruce Banner, the Incredible Hulk. Consciousness versus the animal. When you get angry, you say, I'm sorry, I lost control. Well, what, what exactly lost control of what exactly? Mm -hmm. Your spirit lost control of your flesh, right? So where's Jesus in this? I see Jesus as the gray hulk, as the smart hulk. He's the one that merges you. He tells you to not act on emotion, but act on knowledge. Knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Know better, do better. Know better, do better. Mm -hmm. If you know that you're greedy for this and that's your downfall, then you got to regulate that. And you know what's crazy, you know, just about like Jesus Christ, God, um, everything about that. You know what the most controversial Super uh, Super Bowl commercial was this year? Mm -mm. You know what it is? It was the Jesus no commercial. Really? Did you see that commercial? I did not. Tell me more. So there was, there was a commercial that was just talking about uh, it. Literally, it just showed videos of society going to ruins, you know, and it, and it wasn't like made up videos. It was video footage of the riots and france and america and everywhere around the world um and then it said you know like i think it was like join us you know us geez us you know what i mean so um and then it was like one man to unite us all is jesus right so join us 
And that was like the, the whole commercial. And it was super controversial. Everyone's like, wow. You know, and I think they played it twice, actually. But I mean, it shows in the society. I mean, even like personally with me, that's like you kind of have to like hide your faith. Right. Today? Because, yeah. 100 percent. Because people, you know, like they judge you based on that. I mean, you know, even, you know, the roughest time in my life, you know, to be honest with you, I mean, I think maybe Alex knows and my, you know, my girlfriend knows. Right. Like I used to go to church every Wednesday. Just because I was having a rough time, I had nowhere to go. And I didn't tell anyone, you know, just because like I felt like I needed to find something for myself, just there like you, you did. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't care. I would go study, you know, because I had a bunch of school. I was working all the time, whatever. And, you know, I didn't know who I was. So I would go to church. It wasn't during mass because I didn't have time to go to mass. Right. And I would just go Annunciation Catholic Church. Right. They have uh, a statue of Mary and like a private praying area. And I would go there every Wednesday on the dot and i would tell tatum would want to go on a date you know my girlfriend want to go on a date and i'd be like hey i'm sorry i gotta go to church real quick wow and i would go there and, and i would hide it from everyone alex what are you doing you know I, I think alex is really the only person i told alex and tatum i'm like i i gotta go to church real quick and wow. then i could be over you know what i mean and it's just like like the fact that i felt like i needed to hide that you know just because like you're being persecuted you will be persecuted for it yeah you just know what like I mean? they did back yeah. then i mean even albanians as a you know population like, uh, you know, the Ottoman Empire, it, I mean, this comes into base of cigars, right? So then that's why we push out the cigar. The Ottoman Empire took over uh, Albania, right? They started to take over Albania. Then we had Jerzy uh, Gastriotti, uh, right? Skenderbeg. He was a savior. He's the one that pushed the Ottoman Empire outside of uh, Albania and saved our people. Because what the Ottoman Empire was doing was they were forcing Islam on the Albanian community. You know, and Albanians were predominantly, they were all Catholic at the time, all Catholic. They were forcing Islam and there was actually Muslim uh, pastors, I don't know what they're called, um, that were, that would go house to house and they would be secret priests just to keep the religion alive. And they would have to hide the religion. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and, a, and it's a conspiracy now, bro, like to, to believe in God because they yeah. removed them from the schools. Well, and, and to be honest, and that's why we, yeah. we made Base of Cigar, right? Was to show that history, to show what, what Skenderbeg did for the country to, you know, to save the Albanian people and to keep, you know, like their religion alive, their beliefs alive, you know. But, yeah. Wow. Yep. Great stuff. It's good. We yeah, didn't even talk yeah, about the yeah. World Trade yet. Uh, <laughs> we have to come back again because we're at the. We're past the hour mark. That's man. awesome. Way well, past thank the you guys hour for mark. having me. It was of course. Really, oh, thanks really for coming. I really appreciate it. It was really yeah. good. Rack, real quick, what did you think about the cigar, Zach? Honestly, I mean, I, I was hoping you guys, I was, we were just talking so much. I wanted to stop and show you guys. The ash on it was amazing. Mm -hmm. The flavor profile was amazing. Uh, definitely go check out Crown Heads. They're one of it's our favorite. Cigar. They make one of our favorite cigars, the Mil Diaz. We yeah. smoked that cigar like for a long time. Yeah. I, back we, to back. Oh, yeah. We were smoking Mil Diaz all the time. Uh, it's a great build on the cigar. Uh, solid ash, good smoke output. I think I was blowing it on the camera a little too much. Thank God we were talking more on this side. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, go make sure go check them out. Uh, I don't have their website. I'm sure we'll list it. Um, but yeah, go check them out. Go buy a steak. Try it for yourself. Uh, let us know what you think. Put it yeah. in the comments on how you like the cigar yourself. All right. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Cigar Guys. Appreciate your support over the past few months on the podcast. Make sure you go to our link tree as well. In the description, we have a bunch of short content on Instagram, TikTok, everything like that. But again, thanks for guys for tuning in. See you next time. See you. See you. Peace.